I'm Mark Ficciani. Welcome to Forge Your Path. To see the type of impact he's been able to have on the lives of his athletes is really inspiring. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Forge Your Path podcast. This is episode number 47. I'm getting excited personally coming up on number 50. And this one for me just is one of my favorite topics that I think doesn't get talked about that much. And like most of my podcasts, it was spawned by an experience I had over the weekend. And this one really hit me because I was back in a world that... I know very well, and I have extremely fond memories of. And I use the world of wrestling often because I feel like it has such a great metaphor for life and the lessons it provided me then. They're true in family. They're true in business. They're true in faith. They're true with just about anything that you want to apply them to, which is where it's kind of incredible to think that a sport I got dragged into when I was in seventh grade, because even though I wanted to do the ski club, my brother had told the coach I was going to wrestle. And here I am. God, I have to do the math for a second here. I guess we're looking at 37 years later, still talking about it as a major impact for my life. So let me tell the story of this weekend and get right into it. So Saturday morning, I was really fired up to go catch the regional wrestling championships in Union High School. And I've probably shared this progression before, but if I have, you're going to have to hear it again. So I personally think if you are a sports fan, you like football, you like basketball, you like golf, what hockey, whatever you follow, to me, on a high school level, there is no better individual championship than the New Jersey State Wrestling Tournament. Am I biased? Absolutely. But let me tell you why. In most other states I've encountered, and in most other sports I've encountered, there are multiple champions. So I've had a lot of buddies I worked with, and they live down in Texas, and they talk about uh, there's a, a 1A, a 2A, a 3A, a 4A, and a 5A state champ. So that's that's big-time football down there. But there are five different state championships based on school size. Pennsylvania, I know there's 2A and 3A for wrestling um, and other sports as well. So you can go down the line, any sport competition, but for the New Jersey State Wrestling Tournament, what's beautiful about this competition is they throw every team in the state into 32 different districts of about 8 to 10 teams apiece. Every individual wrestler, regardless of their record, gets an opportunity to compete in 13 or 14 different weight classes. They vary it every year. It used to be 14. I'm not even sure what it is today. But they take those kids and the top three in each district at each weight, they progress on in the region championships. And then when you get to the eight regions, the top four in each weight class will advance in the third and final week where 32 kids in each weight class compete for a state title at that weight. So if you're the best, you're not the best in 3A versus 2A. There's no debate. You're the state champion. So 
at the district level, a lot of the novice wrestlers, and in some cases, you'll get some really tough weight classes, a good wrestler gets eliminated. But the regions is really where the juice is because every wrestler worth his salt or her salt, and I love that actually now, New Jersey has come a long way that girls wrestling has become a really a major factor based on the efforts of Lori and Chris Ayers over the past five or six years. Uh, Chris was the head coach of Princeton University, who's now moved on to Stanford. And he and his wife, Lori, were great advocates uh, for the sport, for their daughter, Chloe, and fantastic to see. But the regions is the proving ground because if you make it out of that cauldron or the matches are steep, you achieve that dream of making it to Atlantic City. Because for some kids, not everybody's going to be a state champion, but just to get there and wrestle in front of 12,000 people is an event in and of itself. So the regions are the hotbed that produces who's going to go on to the Mecca in Atlantic City. So... I decided I was going to catch some region wrestling. It was Saturday morning, and it's the semifinals. Now, here's what's great about that round. It is a Shakespearean drama, and it is just has the most Machiavellian outcomes you could ever imagine. And the semis is really where the juice is, because if you win, you then punch your ticket to the finals, and win or lose... You're going to Atlantic City. You're making the state tournament. If you lose, however, if you lose, you do not automatically go to the third, fourth place match. You go into what they call the blood round, where somebody who lost earlier in the tournament, since it's a true double elimination, who's wrestling back, will wrestle the loser from the semifinal. So the winner of that match in each of the two brackets will advance. And then those two winners are wrestled for third and fourth. So, again, you win in the semis, you're in the region finals, you make the states. You lose, you must win one more before making the state tournament. So, I settle in and I'm super fired up. I go into a section um, up near the top where I can just enjoy the wrestling. Um, at a place like that where I'd been a coach for 15 years... I recognize people from half a dozen different schools, even though it's been seven years since I've been in it. And it all comes back right away because uh, when you walk into that gym, there are two things you recognize. Um, you recognize the smell. And I'm not talking about like something nasty. There's a certain smell of a wrestling mat that is unique. Uh, maybe that's nasty, but but it's got a certain it's got a certain tinge to it. And there's also the buzz. There's this kind of a din that you that when you walk into that gym that you hear and experience, and then the roars that happen after big takedowns, big reversals, buzzer beaters, it is electric. So I'm sitting there and I'm watching uh, a particular match. And, and it's a team uh, and a kid I'm rooting for. I'm not going to share which one uh, because it's not important to the story. But... I'm watching this kid and and I've been following I've been following his season and he's having a great season so far. And it's a matchup against uh, another kid who I believe is is a senior. And the match is going along and he's in pretty good control. 
um, he's winning the match heading into the third period by a couple of points. And then what happens? I see them go out of bounds and he takes an injury time. And then I think, uh-oh, here we go. Wrestling is one of the most incredible sports where probably much like football, momentum is everything. And anything can turn on a dime. And obviously in wrestling, that's true because one mistake, you can be pinned even if you're winning 14 nothing. But the momentum shifts. And as I saw this wrestler take injury time, I was just thinking to myself, keep your energy going. Finish strong. Because he's winning with a minute to go. Well, what happens is he ends up getting taken down again. The other wrestler cuts him loose and he escapes. And now he's down by one. And the other wrestler is aggressive as can be, pouring it on, shot after shot. And this kid is a good defensive wrestler. That's, that's his strength. But sure enough, the kid, other kid's relentless. He gets in deep. There's a flurry. He takes him down with about 12 seconds to go. And this wrestler loses four to three. So I'm bummed for the kid because, again, I'm rooting for him. And, uh, and, it, and it's unfortunate. And and I see him come off the mat. He's heartbroken, as anybody who loses in a region semi is. And he's trying to gather himself. Um, he's notably upset. He's huffing and puffing and gathers his stuff and kind of storms off the mat. And I see him 15 minutes later, and he's still frustrated, angry, and, and he's super drained. Um, then I watch another kid. Uh, next mat, same thing. He... He loses by a point. He loses three to two. And uh, and and I, I watched a couple minutes later, I watched him come up into the stands. And while he didn't look pleased with the result, I noticed a distinct difference. I saw a look of resolve on this kid's face and determination. And lo and behold, I had to leave and I checked out the scores later in the day. And what happened? Without a, a speck of surprise, I saw the scores. And unfortunately, the first kid who wrestled and came off the mat frustrated lost. So he was stuck then in the fifth, sixth round. He went on to take fifth, but would not be going on in advancing to Atlantic City. Whereas the other kid, the one that came off the mat and had that resolve and termination on his face, won by a point in that blood round, went on and ended up uh, making his, his way to the state tournament. So to me, it was so crystal clear because I threw myself back in to that time warp. Uh, I, I wrestled in that gym on five different occasions. I qualified for the regions every year. And... Uh, the first couple of years, I got knocked out first round, but frankly, I was just happy to be there. Junior year, I lost uh, a brutal match in the semifinals, a rubber match against uh, an opponent that was uh, someone I really wanted to beat and a rivalry I did not care for. I wrestled a brutal match and, uh, and then carried that stink of defeat and frustration and simply felt sorry for myself uh, for a good out. And, and then lo and behold, I got my head back in the game for that third, fourth match, but 
unfortunately, in the first 15 seconds, I blew up my ankle. Uh, and about the only time I've ever been injured in a wrestling match. And I, I essentially had to wrestle on one leg. And uh, I battled and wrestled my hardest, but I lost and took fourth. And at that time, only the top three made the state tournament. So my season ended, my dream died hard that year. Um, and, and it was a crusher. But as I get to the point of today's exercise, I think that it is awesome to be competitive. Competitors will prepare. Competitors will bring it during a match, a competition, during an event. And lose. A competitor is going to hate that. Because sometimes a great competitor hates to lose as much as they love to win. And there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the piece that no one ever talks about. How long? You're going to carry that defeat. How long are you going to let that setback be an anchor? Because when I would lose a wrestling match that I thought I should win, I could carry that with me for not just hours, not just days. But when I lost in that fourth place, third, fourth place match, even though I was injured, I carried that for six months and it affected me. And I was still thinking about, I relived that match over and over and over again. What if I'd done that differently? What if this happened? And frankly, I didn't work as hard as I had that summer that I did the summer before. Because a little of that dream was shattered. Maybe I was afraid to work that hard again and have the same disappointment. Um, and if I had just gotten to that place and... In the same way I think this wrestler would have benefited from. It's terrible to lose. But if you can have the discipline to accept defeat. I'm not saying to give up hope for what's next. I'm not saying to give up a dream. And to be able to bounce back from a setback. What I'm just saying is when something bad happens. And I think this is true in a sport. I think it's true in sales and i think it's true in relationships the sooner you can accept that loss and move on the better you're going to be at finding that next step forward the sooner you can accept and process that pain accept that loss and take it for what it's worth then the healing process can begin and you can take that next step forward if on the other hand you're still looking backward Minutes later, hours later, days later, weeks or months later, it's going to be an anchor for you. And it will hurt your progress forward. I know because I've been guilty of it in many different domains. I can think about it with that wrestling match. I can think about it when I got my heart broken, not once, but twice by the same girl. I carried it around, not just for months, but for years instead of accepting and moving on. In sales. I see it all the time. I know for me, when I was very young and I was doing financial sales, I would get hung up on or have a deal that didn't go through. It would impact me for a long time. And as I now coach SDR teams and I see sales development reps suffer from a tough moment, a tough day, or even a tough month, the inclination is so easy to look backwards 
and then say, oh, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe that I threw a zero up on the board for the week or I didn't hit quota that month or my account executive rescheduled three meetings and, and that would have gotten me to the place on the podium. And how long is that going to affect you for? If then you look are looking backwards and you carry that negative energy and that negative momentum forward, now you're still stuck. You can move forward. You can't go to that same new place. You can't process something because you're still looking backwards instead of being in the right now and having that fishbowl mentality to focus on what is it I need to do next in this next moment to put one foot in front of the other. What's the most important thing I can do right now to make progress? And oftentimes, it is to accept what just happened. I know that I've seen uh, different deals uh, when I was in construction software, one we've worked on for months or years. And, um, and you know, the joke is, you know, let, let's, let's not have longer than a one-day funeral for these deals. If we're still talking a week or a month later about the big one that didn't come in, we're not focusing on the task at hand. And so I think the discipline is I look forward to this next chapter in my career is, can I be more disciplined when I have these setbacks? Can I be more disciplined to accept the disappointment, to accept the surprise, and, and to accept the what I hope to be occasional defeat? for what it is and let go and then move on. Because I think if you can shorten the gap between that acceptance process and the next step forward, you will have the ability to be far more resilient than the average person. Because again, there's nothing wrong with being competitive, but there are no trophies in the trophy case for carrying your defeat or your disappointment or your heartbreak, uh, you don't get a medal to put on your chest to carry that around for a day, a month, a year. When I had a door closed for me during my education career, I'd worked for really the better part of five years and I had a focus on becoming an educational leader. And my sights were set on administration. I had a specific position that was... Uh, my target to be the next head of the middle school. And I had the head of the school tell me I was going to be in that position. So my mind was there. I was set. I was locked and loaded. But then on that day where he told me that I was not going to be the next head of the middle school and instead that his wife was going to be, that was a heartbreak for me. Now, if I could go back and do that again, what I would have done was I could have taken a day couple days to accept that. But instead, I carried that with me. And I carried that with me that year. And even in my first year, even two years in business, I carried resentment and frustration. I hadn't accepted that defeat and that loss of what the old world was. I hadn't accepted that loss of what the old Mark Ficciani and his old dream was and what he wanted to be. So I was stuck. I had one foot in each world because I was hanging on so tight to that old vision. And once I finally realized <laughs> there's no longer any reason to hang on to this, 
I either have a choice. I can carry this with me for a year or two years, another five years, maybe the rest of my life, or I can move on. I can accept what happened, have that grieving period, and then go full steam ahead. So as the tournament comes this weekend, now the state tournament will be running this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, running 12,000 people in Atlantic City. Uh, it's the same thing that's going to play out. Even on a higher stage, there are going to be those number one seeds and number two seeds that uh, they lose that heartbreaking loss in the semifinals to that lower seed, and they get upset. And now the dream of the state tournament is over. But I believe the character match is that one that comes next. Can you find it within yourself? Even though in that scenario, the dream of a state championship is over, can you find a way to win that next match and win the next one to take third? And when you have that deal that falls apart, when you have that scenario that didn't come to fruition, can you grieve and then come back and find the next one and make that next victory even bigger and better and incorporate that learning that you had? When you have that heartbreak that happens, can you process it? Can you let go? And can you have the faith that perhaps maybe there's a better person waiting for you around the corner? If you can do that, if you can accept that defeat, if you can process and move on, then it does not make you in any way, shape, or form someone of lesser mental strength. It does not make you a loser in any way, shape, or form, and it doesn't make you any less competitive. In fact, it is the mark of your true character to be able to step forward, even though you might be beat up, even though you might be a little damaged, even though you might be a little bit broken on the inside, to step forward and get after that next challenge is what life is all about. So I wish the wrestlers the best of luck as they head into this weekend. And as you think about your next setback, can you and I both have that presence to realize what's happening, take the appropriate, appropriate medicine to be able to digest what's happened, and then step forward with courage and move on. If you can do that, if I can do that, if we can do that, you better believe that we're going to have some next victories we can be proud of. So thanks for listening today, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it out as I continue to grow this community of high achievers and high performers that are looking to get their next breakthrough. Have a great day, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.